Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This is the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Captain Mickey has been guiding the Texas Gulf Coast waters for over 30 years and has won numerous national and local tournaments. Now, here's your host, Captain Mickey. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show, hour number three. 604 here in the Bayou City. Uh, these next two segments will have phone lines available. If you care to give us a call, we'd love to hear from you. 713-572-4610. That's 713-572-4610. All right, first up this morning, let's go to Rick Bice. Rick, good morning. What's going on? Good morning. Good morning, Captain Mickey. Can you hear me okay? Yes, sir. Well, I tell you what, this morning is a nice morning. There's no wind. It's dry air. It's yeah. cool. It, it's it's really nice this morning. Um, I was listening to you and Lynn Smith, and Lynn always, y'all's conversations always spark my my memory a lot on things. But y'all was he was talking about that deer that that tree fell on. Right. <laughs> That deer had a bad day, he got shot, and a tree oh. fell on him and finished him off. How about that? I know, that was cool. i got to remember that one. <laughs> well, I, I was going to share a couple of weird things that, that I saw, uh, have seen. Uh, first one was, I had this 2,200-acre ranch, 21-something, uh, in the hill country, and the owner, I don't think he'd been up there since he got it, you know, 40 years ago. Oh. He inherited it, and uh, anyway, he, he he got to coming up there, and I named that ranch Lost Mountain because way Lost back what? there in the back there was a mountain. Okay, like like a you know a mountain, right? And uh, you couldn't see it from anywhere unless you got back there. But anyway. He, he decided, wealthy man, he decided he's going to build a house back there on top of that. And they they came in and they brought the power lines over his head. But once you made around in a certain little spot, he wanted it all underground going all the way to the top of that deal. Uh. And uh, they, he had these transformer boxes about, I don't know, every 300 yards, just like you see, you know, mm-hmm. on the side of the road. Fuse box of some kind. Anyway... They had one back there, and me and my brother was back there hunting, and uh, we were in a, we just got in the deer stand that morning, and we're sitting there kind of talking a little bit, and then we hear this huge explosion come, bam, <laughs> and we both looked at each other and said, that had to be that transformer back there, 
and that's all they had was some temporary poles that had just poured a slab on this deal. So we went ahead and hunted, and we went back. We got out on about 10 o'clock, started back down that hill, and we would come up on that transformer, and someone had left the, a panel door off of it, and a dadgum turkey had got in there. And I mean, all we needed was some dressing, Mickey. Fried we turkey. We had the turkey. <laughs> you ain't kidding, man. And I mean, he, you know, he, he, he crossed, you know, he cross-phased it or something. And uh, it just blew him to smithereens. I thought, wow, what a way to go. That turkey but, pecked on the wrong <laughs> terminal. <laughs> Boy, ain't that what he was doing in there? I think he felt that warmth that was in there because that put out a little heat. <laughs> anyway, uh, I don't know what what did it, but the other one, real quick, me and my, my my son was really little, my oldest son. We were on the same ranch, matter of fact, and he was about ten, and I was just kind of starting to let him hunt by himself with a rifle. And he had remember old two twenty two. Yeah. Yeah, you don't really ever see him here. Yeah, you anymore. don't hear anyway, much about the old two twenty twos anymore. Uh. Uh-uh. Anyway, I was going to let him, I didn't want him shooting any deer. I said, you can shoot hogs. And so we go down, and uh, I was in another deer stand that was binoculars. I could kind of keep an eye on him. And I, you know, made me a little nervous him down there by himself. Right. But uh, he knew, you know, even for 10, he'd been around it. But anyway, I heard him shoot. And it echoed across that valley down there. Man, I said, well, that's him. He shot something. I could see his box blind. But we didn't have no cell phones or nothing back then. I had Motorola radios that never worked. But I looked down there with my binoculars, and he was hanging out the window, and he was waving his hat. I thought, okay, he's got something. So I go down there, and... uh he said, I said, well, what did you shoot? I said, come on out. I always thought, my well, boy, he don't ever get out of that deer stand. Anyway, he gets out, and he's all excited. He says, there was about 10 or 15 hogs down here this season. And he says, I think I hit one of them. And I said, well, where'd they go? And he said, they just went everywhere. He said, but most of them went off that direction. I said, what color was the one you shot? He said, um black and white i said okay well it was getting dark and we started going that cedar thick cedar and i thought well i'm just going to go back to the cabin i'm going to get some help i don't want to be walking through you get lost out there and that stuff at night because cedar makes it dark in the daytime in there yeah and uh we start going and we're kind of spread out and uh there was a couple of us in there and we didn't want people everywhere, so um, I hear this. Uh, I'll make this quick. I, we're walking, and I got a flashlight on, and we had found some blood, but we kind of lost it. And, and, Mickey, I'm walking along. I mean, this stuff is thick. And I say walking, I'm crawling. And uh, all of a sudden, I hear this pig squealing. And, I mean, I thought he had already attacked me. And uh, there was a black pig that was running 
and he tried to run between two cedar trees that at the base, it wasn't a bark tree. They were, you know, four or five inches apart at the base, and they were three or four or five inches in diameter, and then they kind of went up. Anyway, this hog had run through there, and he wedged himself between them two cedars, <laughs> and he could not get out. And so I hollered everybody, I said, hey, y'all come check this out. <laughs> and they come over here. We, we had a hog that on his own ran and got stuck between two cedar trees. And we're just standing there. We're just taking That's pictures crazy. of cameras. I know. He's just stuck. He's about a 125-pound pig. <laughs> so we, we went ahead and put him out of his misery, and then we took him back to the camp. So anyway, it's a weird Bonus deal. Bonus pig. Kind of like the deer. Suicidal pig. Yeah. We never did find one. My son shot. He probably just made it mad. A two, two, two. You know? <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, I thought I'd just share those. Have a little fun. All right, buddy. Well, you have a good Sunday, have Rick. A good one. And all right, man. See you. You too. All right. It's time for another break. And uh, after the break, we got Guitar Dave, Craig in G-Town, and Roy Simmons at Richland Chambers. Y'all hang on. I'll get to you right after the break. We'll be right back after these messages. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Sports Radio 610 presents. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show on this Sunday morning. It's 617 here in the Bayou City. Let's uh, get to the phone lines. Get to our Dave. You're next. What you got? Hey, Captain. Hey, yeah. Man, you know, it's drizzling a little bit over here, you know, off of Airline Drive. And it's a little bit cool, but it's not bad. I mean, well, it stopped drizzling, but it's wet, you know. But anyway, uh, hey. I've been laughing so hard out there uh, listening to y'all tell these stories that uh, I've been keeping warm just laughing. But I, I remember one time I was walking from 
my mom and dad's house over to, to the store, to a store, and I'm heading down uh, Brenda Street, and I get to a big field where we used to play baseball at, and there's a power line up uh, up there with a transformer, and all these birds flew in into that transformer, and man, I guess they sparked that dude off. It was like lightning, man, and blew all them birds up, bird feathers everywhere, and and man, I was like, I never. I ducked, man. I mean, you know, I've never seen anything like that before. But but it reminds me of the story you told about your dad when that mortar hit that tree when your dad was in the Army. Oh, and, yeah, and, in the Philippines but, in World War Two, yeah, and all the yeah. all those monkeys. Uh, <laughs> 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 there were dead I mean, monkeys I, everywhere. That's what I'm saying. That's, that's what I'm talking about. And then, uh, real quick, uh, so you can get get to my buddy, uh, uh, you know, uh, behind me. But anyway, uh, no. And then that time that my, uh, my brother PJ was uh, hunting with my cousin Carl, and he shot that doe, and the doe was laying down there. And Carl says, "Yeah, PJ walked out there, and and uh, he had his buck knife. He didn't bring his rifle, and he reached down, and that doe jumped up, started bleating, and." Blah! yelling at him and kicking him and everything and he said man it was the funniest thing you'd ever did see him trying to kill that kill kill that doe with his buck knife but he he got it done and made some sausage out of it but man you know hey it's i, I enjoy all the stories and the and the, and the laughter that i mean i I laugh all the time when i'm listening to y'all and in the end it's very educational so th- thank you captain and that's about all i got thank you very much all right all right dave later uh, man all right, next up, let's go to Craig in G-Town. Craig, good morning. What's up, bud? Morning, Mickey. How are you doing, buddy? Ah, oh, I couldn't be better. It's all good. Good deal, man. I'm making Kitty her little pancakes for breakfast. And I thought, if we got pancakes, i got to have me some sausage. So I got me a package of deer meat out and trying to make up some uh, sausage patties and then get on with the breakfast. Atta boy. That'll yeah, work. man. So I went out by myself yesterday trying to go out to West Bay, trying to get out in the bay. But it's, that wind kicked up pretty good. And uh, it's blowing out of the north. And I went back in the marsh and uh, made a couple of casts, a second cast. Man, I, I got a big thump. I thought I got me a good red. And, uh, man, it turned out I, I had a... a I had a big trout, man. I had a huge trout on. Um, I wasn't ready to get her in, and she uh, she did a roll, and then the, that lure came out of her mouth. I'm like, are you kidding me, man? What lure were you throwing? I was throwing a little, John. Had a quarter-ounce lid oh, head on man. it, and I'm like, what the? So I guess she went down the bottom. I was only in two foot of water. Yeah. But uh, <clears throat> I'm still thinking about that fish. I I even dreamed about it last night. Yeah, that's a unicorn but, for these days, man. It's tough to lose one like that when you hadn't hooked one. I'm like, I've that. never that, caught a big trout bites. back in the marsh like that. Well, but anyway, I'm like, it's that time you know, of year, shallow water, man. Those big girls show up this time of year in that skinny water. Mm-hmm. Now that tide was just about out, and uh, anyway, that was the only only bite I got the whole day. Well, that's. <laughs> That's no good. You finally get, get no. the right bite and then lose it. 
I know. And then on top of all that, I got three pot liquors. I mean, they're, they came back. <laughs> they came in front of me. It's just like, what? I didn't even get mad. I just, I just pulled my anchor up and uh, slowly just well, went on. Well, you've been catching a bunch of fish. You got mad. Oh, I know. But I, I was hanging out in that area. And then here comes the zoo. Man, they just, you know. What are you going to do, though? Search and destroy mission. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But uh, I did see quite a few new ducks down here. Uh, thinking of looking looking good for next week, maybe. Next well, weekend. It's going to shut know. down today at sunset. and then. Uh, oh, that's right. It goes yeah, off. The split it? starts, and you'll have two weeks. You yeah, know, in the south right. zone, the north zone will open up after a week. That's right. Yeah. They give them that extra week. We open up in the south zone a week ahead of the north zone, so it mm. all balances out. Yeah. Well, good deal. Did you have a good Thanksgiving? Yes, sir. How about you? Pretty good. I pulled off a – well, I cooked the whole dinner myself. Kitty had work, and I smoked me a turkey, and uh, I even made dressing and all that stuff. And oh, awesome. So it came out pretty good. I'm proud of myself. Yeah, you got to so, have that cornbread dressing, man. There ain't nothing Well, better. yes, sir. Yes, sir. If it's done right. Oh, I've man. had some bad dressing over the years at other places, but not out of my wife's kitchen. Boy, she can cook some dressing, man. Right. What it, The old rule of thumb is a pound of bread to two cups of liquid of your choice. So if you stay in those parameters, you got it. Well, I, I wouldn't know. She does all the chopping, and she'll make her cornbread the night before, and then, right? You know, she chops up all the celery and onion, whatever she uses in it, whatever it is. I'm not gonna question it because I don't have a problem shoving that down the down the old right. pie hole. <laughs> if it's not broke, don't mess with it. No, it ain't. It's pretty good stuff. <clears throat> well, cool, man. Well, Mickey, that's about all I got. I just wanted to. Share my sorrow of losing a maybe a big one that got away. Trip. We've never heard that story before. Nah, that's show. a new one, isn't it? That's, that's a, a new, new one, one, isn't it? You come up with something <laughs> unique, Craig. <laughs> right. But I'd share that with everybody. The <laughs> big one that got away. We've all got all right. It. All right, bud. Well, well, you Have take a good care Sunday. and uh, give hey, Kitty a hug work. for me. Y'all take we'll care do. over there in G Town. All right, brother. Later. All right, that's Craig and G-Town. Now let's go up to uh, Richland Chambers. Let's check in with old Royce Simmons this morning. Hey, Royce, how you doing? Good morning. How are you this week? Couldn't be better. It's a good week. Well, I didn't get to listen in too much this morning. Did you Did you get out on the deer lease, or have you Have you done that no, yet? No, I, I hadn't made a hunt yet, but it's it's coming. I'm, I'm a late uh, December guy. I'm in the same boat. We just uh, on the... On the days when the wind hadn't been whistling, we've really uh, got those fish turned on to a good fall pattern. Mm-hmm. Like, and normally, you know, when that water cools down, and it usually happens around that Thanksgiving time frame, and it did again. Uh, the, the catfish are always going, it seems like, but they get a little, a little larger, maybe a little more aggressive, and they've done that both the blues and the channels, and then. Uh, it seems like the last two or three years we lose that white bass pattern late summer, and it doesn't appear again until that water cools. And they they showed back up in force this last week, kind of on on cue. So uh, 
I did a, a catfish trip, predominant catfish. We got a, a two-person 50-fish limit pretty quickly on uh, Friday, and then we went and hunted down some white bass, which I needed to because I had a, a five-person family that really wanted the whites yesterday. And right. uh, it uh, it kind of went from over just a two- or three-day period of here there's a little spotty activity on this hump or this roadbed or this point. To yesterday, I, I didn't make but really two spots, uh, or two stops on two spots to to get our box of fish. So uh, they're out there on that main lake, just kind of following, I guess, big bait balls and stuff, and uh, putting on eggs already, which is not unusual. Uh, but some of the bigger fish of the year, you you catch this time of the year, and then I don't know. Sometime in January or February, they'll disappear on me again when it gets really cold and then be back after a spawn. So kind of kind of settled into that pattern over the last few years, and it looks like it's happening again this year, and it's it's all good news because we get a lot of folks that like to kind of slip out there you know, on a year end if the fall and the winter weather doesn't get cold too quick. Right. Yeah, you just got to play your windows in between, man. Yeah, our big issue, you know, you can stand a little cold, no problem. It's that wind, and uh, oh, we yeah. had two da- we had two days of that up here last week. Tuesday, Wednesday were just uh, uh, we called off Tuesday, no questions asked. But I made the trip over to the lake on Wednesday, thinking five to ten miles an hour meant five to ten. Well, it it meant Wrong. fifteen to twenty. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> You There's think we'd learn after years? This year, those missed forecasts. I mean, that's, uh, it ain't even been close in a lot of cases. <laughs> uh, in our case, you know, I hate to have somebody. You know, some of my Houston customers they drive up, you know, that morning and and make a trip a day of it, and then others, you know, come and spend the night and uh, spend money on a cabin, and you just hate to get up at whatever time. Look out there over the lake, and it's white capping at six thirty or seven o'clock. Yeah. Just, yeah, yeah, people disappointed. So I've learned over the year to err on the side of caution and sometimes just make that call. Say, let's just reschedule before you make the drive. So, but we didn't know Wednesday, and we kind of looked at the white caps for a little while. Well, if you cancel <laughs> them the night before, you can be assured that the wind won't blow the next morning. But you tell them, yeah, it looks good. Y'all come on up, and uh, then. It's- 20 to 25 right in the face uh, never just, fails never fails and Been on our lake the way for a long time buddy <laughs> yeah our, our marina where we launched from on our lake not that i couldn't drive around to the other side or whatever but we're kind of locked into where we launched from for years and uh we can fish a really strong south wind on uh any day you want to and you know catch some fish usually but a north-northwest wind, you round the point there at Fisherman's Point, and your boat bow goes up about three feet, and you're wet before you get going. <laughs> it's not a yeah, good day. Buddy, going to the bottom point. But, you know, it's really uh, it's a few nice days this week. Friday and Saturday were a couple of them. So, uh, and it looks like next week we got a few days in there, so we'll we'll – take those other days off and go do the stuff I should have been doing all summer long and hadn't done. Right. Well, don't do today what you can put off and do tomorrow, you know. That's (laughs) (laughs) Uh, me. It's the way I roll. (laughs) Hey, fishing comes first. Chores come later. 
<laughs> yeah, you know, there's always always room to do them chores later. Because uh, January, February, that's what I that mean, part. They're always going to be there for you. Uh, it, and I, I got a list of them. You got, and we don't have anything really fancy. Little house that we've had now for twenty years. And you understand why people put that lake house for sale sign come up. It's just another place to keep up. You know that? I know. (laughs) But it's sure nice to get off the lake, clean your fish, go up to the lake house, spend the night instead of making a, we're about an hour and 45-minute drive from where we live. So I usually end up spending the night over at the lake a a time or two a week and uh, watching a ball game or doing something, you know. That's it. Well, your old cowboys are looking good right now. That's, uh, you know, I, I hesitate to get excited yet. You know, it just well, yeah, they beat up, uh, they beat up on folks. some pretty poor teams. Yeah. Well, yeah, I've been watching the Texans on the other channel. I just been channel flipping hey, on Sundays we're occasionally. Having around here, man, with a new coach and new young quarterback. I mean, everybody's playing well, good. Today will tell uh, the tale. If we can beat the Jaguars in time for first, we got a good shot at winning the division. If we can. You know, they, uh, they, they, they've got a time. good record, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. Y'all are kind of what, uh, 50, we're 50 and, and we're six and okay. four and they're seven and three. Wow. Well, I don't know. They you call it parody, call it mediocrity, call it whatever you want to call it, but it's just on any given Sunday. Like it's always been. So well, if you'd have been watching the miserable football around here, like I have the last <laughs> three or four years, hey, you, you'd think we we were a championship team this year. I mean, they they're playing. They they they're organized. We have an organized ball club now. Looks good. That that is an exciting young quarterback, isn't it? He, he is. He is and, a, and it's impressed me. The coach and the quarterback are just. Uh, I'm impressed. Well, that's good. That's good. Yeah, it gives you something to look forward to in December and January, maybe. So uh, yes, maybe. Uh, I'm not maybe. gonna talk too soon. I'm not gonna jinx them. But, uh, uh, that's my Cowboys. They've got a run of games here uh, over the next yeah. six weeks that'll that'll tell the tale too. Philly again, and and uh, Buffalo, and you know a couple of teams that um, I don't know if they play like they have the last few weeks. So they can they could stay with those teams. So yeah, they we'll look see. like world beaters the last few weeks. So, um, hey, yeah. You never know. All right, never boys, know. I got to run, buddy. Give them you some bet. info. Somebody wants to call you and come up. And yeah. Sure. 903-389-4117. Gone fishing that biz. And, uh, yeah, don't let December and cool weather scare you off. There's fish biting up there. Come on up. We'll catch them. Have a good one, Mick. Catch you a weather window and come get them. All right, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Royce, have a good one. Appreciate you. All right, good luck. Appreciate See the time. You. All right. All right, it's time for a break. And uh, this next segment, we'll have Live from the Blind with Bink Grimes coming up right after this. We'll be right back. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 
After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Live from the Twin Peaks Studios, Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Good morning and welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show, our final segment. Now we're going to go live from the blind with Captain Bink Grimes, last day before the split. Bink, good morning. How are you, bud? Good morning. Good morning. Well, how's it starting out? Pretty, pretty good. We got two gray ducks in the, that did it pretty good. Yeah. Uh, uh, hold on, hold on. Let's just shoot one right now. No, not it. Let's go. No, it started up, man. You got the wind picked up on us. It was blowing about 10 to 12 this morning. And now, man, it's uh, it's pushed about 20 now. Two box days. You, that Two box had days. Four of them. Yeah. <laughs> you had four of them come in at point blank while ago and not one down and get two more. Uh, you know? Oh, shoot. God, man. I got them falling all over. You just get pooped on? <laughs> oh man, I'm talking about ten gadwalls. They're coming back. Attaboy. Suck them on in there. Sorry, these are pintails. Got one. I'm hunting solo today. Well, actually, I'm me and my my wife and my daughter's home from A&M. And, for some reason, they wanted to come today, so I said, "You know oh, what? Cool. I'll take you." Yeah. So. Well, good for you. That's all. That was a group of pintails right there. So, <laughs> we got one shooter one? today. Did you get one yeah. out of there? <laughs> yeah. It was about twelve of them, point blank. <laughs> <laughs> well, people don't realize yeah. how much that high wind affects that steel shot pattern. You know, it blows that lighter shot around pretty good. Well, I was kind of cocky this morning when I I told them I was breaking out six shells. I was going to put on a shooting clinic for them this morning. And then, and then I got to thinking, you know, that's not real smart because uh, that's not real, real smart when you got a 25 knot wind blowing, you know, because <laughs> I don't care how good you are. <laughs> and I'm telling you. A lot of times, those, a lot of times those birds will hang up and, uh, and uh, you know, they'll look like they, they won't come any closer than 45. And, and man, if you don't, if you don't hit them on that first, that first volley, the next volley is at 55, and then that yeah. third shot, shoot, you forget it, you know. It's yeah, actually, that's why it's a two-box day on a you – like, you like days when fronts blow in like this. Uh, you, you like it because you see things that you don't normally see during the during the, you know, just normal normal wind days, you know. These right. birds do something. They, they fly at lower altitudes. They just do – they look crazy. Sometimes they don't even look like ducks. And uh, and you'll come across and, uh, and man, they'll just do some crazy things. But but it's also a whole lot tougher to hit them. And uh, so we're halfway there. We got three. 
I, 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 I picked out the, the gadwall instead of the pintail in that bunch. <laughs> I could finish right here. Here's about 20 teal. Let's hear it. Load. Get them in there. They didn't do it quite. Can you hear that shot behind me? Yeah. They just went off. Yeah, that's my other group. They're about they're about two miles away from me, and you can hear them. I mean, they're in my ear. Well, you know, when land. we first got on the phone, I heard a distant volley like that. Yep. They're they're going they're gonna they're gonna shoot their they're going to a gadwall hole. There's a couple of a couple of greenheads in there with them too. Uh, uh, but they'll get them. They'll get them pretty good. Got got really good hunts. Oh, these big ducks are flying this morning, coming off that. Are bay. they? Oh, dang. Cool. Yeah, they get sure that bay are. rough and get those ducks in the marsh, man. That's what they do. <laughs> exactly what they do. I can hear that wind. Oh, man, it's getting it. Intel whistle. We got to make the excited. hunt last. We can't get out of here before the before the grill gets warm at the at the diner. <laughs> you know, <laughs> draw it out. That's Bring what I tell out. people. Hey, slow down, slow down. We got to let the grill get hot. <laughs> yep, this is the last day for two weeks for you. Yeah, it is. It is. Uh, it really is. It's it's kind of. I got teal coming for us. All right, let's get a group of teal in there. Let's hear some war zone. Oh, my Lord. This is going to be nasty. Good. I just picked one out. That's good. Prolonging the hunt for live radio. Yeah. <laughs> live radio. Trying to make it last. Oh, what do we come to in this in this world? <laughs> what Modern technology, live from the blind, baby. <laughs> well, it's awesome. You can get a good phone signal from a duck blind, you know. Oh, it is. I know it. I know that's 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 even more technology, you know. If you can do yeah. that, uh, sure is. Now it's been a man. This past week, uh, when we uh, that last little front came in, and uh, uh -huh. we lost a lot of water in the bay, and and uh. And a lot of those ducks relocated because there's there's been a, a decent amount of birds on the bay and uh i tell you this last week has been has been the best week of uh of, of the first three weeks for me anyway i mean we, we right. you know we shot them don't get me wrong but but um this last week has been kind of a burn down uh, and, and we're, we're we're suffering through a drought you know i mean this 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 property i have is 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 I mean, I can't say enough about it. I've had it for about 10 years, and it's, I mean, it's world class. On it, it just is, on yeah. on, it, it just is because I mean, we we've got stressed habitat down here right now, and you can still come out here and shoot what we shoot. And uh, you know, I mean, our marshes they're stressed because of the drought, hypersaline. I mean, there's no food in this marsh, and uh, they just they just want this place. But on, on years that that we've got. You know, on wet years when we can grow widgeon grass and we can grow all that, it, it's, it's, it's just plain stupid most of the time. And right, I mean, throughout, I can, I can, you know, I can shoot a, 
it's just as good open a weekend as it is the absolute last day of the season. And uh, just a just a pretty cool place. And uh, we we manage it, you know. We we don't we don't overhunt it. Uh, we only take a certain amount of hunts on it to keep it fresh. And we get out here. We don't sit on it. We don't we don't wait on the ten o'clock flight. We we just don't do it. That we everybody that hunts with us knows that knows that. Hey, we're gonna get in there. You better kill them early uh, uh, because we're gonna let them get in here and get comfortable again. Because you know you're gonna be that next guy that next day. You know that. Uh, uh, you know, we, we treat everybody the same, and we're going to get get in and get out, so it'll be fresh for the next guy the next day. And uh, you know, if they they if they do what's right, they they usually have left. A, even if they don't, you know, shoot a limit. We don't preach that, but it usually happens. But but uh, you know, normally they've left the limit on the table about nine or ten times. You know, if they if we're sitting there at eight eight thirty in there, you need two or three birds. You know, right. And we cut out we cut out our guide level, uh, kind of the same way we did uh, fishing. Uh, you know, we'll we'll take our guide limit early. Hold on, we'll kill these sticks. Yep. No, I'm not. My wife took a picture of my dog and it flashed. Somehow, uh -oh. dog. Yeah, ducks don't like that. No, they don't. I'm gonna like let it her. Flash. I'm gonna let her slide. She's she's pretty. She's been really good to me all my life. I'm gonna let her slide. Yeah, you might you might want to slide on that one, bro. While I was hunting, she wants time, to make it last too. Man, the ducks were eating us up, and I'd call them and break them in. They'd get get just about ready to break into range over the decoys, and they'd flare. I'm going, what in the world is going on? I'd get out of the blind and I'd look, and it's all brushed up good, and all the decoys looked right, and my dog's sitting calm. And I'm going, why are these ducks flaring off of us? And Next time I was calling some ducks and had some coming in, I looked down the blind and the guy on the far end he had those big old huge Coke bottle lens glasses. <laughs> and he was looking up at them and they would, I bet his eyeballs looked like beach balls to those ducks. And boy, they'd flare off. I said, hey, man, you got you got to keep your head down. We'll tell you where the ducks are and tell you when to shoot. Because they were flaring off him, you know, those thick glasses. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. A lot of guys will wear those, you know, their fishing glasses. When it, when, and I'll have to tell them, man, we, you got to put those things up. Just put your, you know, put your back to the sun. Uh, there's a reason why I don't have glasses on, fellas. Yeah, it's one of those days, a bright day, but there's a reason why I don't have them on. <laughs> or, they'll, or they'll come out here with a Well, we live in a good uh, world. I'm talking to you with a live duck hunt, and I got a listener of Steve in San Antonio. He's sending me videos of some nice deer, and there's a good buck fight going on. Oh, shit. That's a good video. They were getting it. Them two bucks were getting after it, man. Ducks and bucks. Ducks and bucks. It's the time of the year, man. Sure is. Did you catch any good fish this week? Man, I did. I, I didn't fish uh, much, man. I was hunting all week, and uh, I did. It, it blew, you know, pretty hard down here. But they, yeah, it did. Y'all had some wind a couple of days that we didn't get like y'all did. Yeah, we couldn't really get in East Bay this week. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, a lot, a lot of the Diversion Channel in the in the in the river. You know, it's got fish in it. That, Boy, I, I heard the I river was crowded though. Oh, it is. It is. I, it is because I mean, it can, you know, it's been great weather for us hunting wise. We've had northeast winds at fifteen, and that's not good for uh. Holy East Bay. Yeah. I, yeah, we'll kill these ducks. All right.
we're going to have to talk now. Just because our duck hunt is We're in the talking stages of the hunt. It's over already. Yeah. Yeah. That was you pretty did cool. This, was, you uh, did this to me two Sundays ago. I know. <laughs> it's not a, not, a, not a bad problem to have. Yeah, you're sitting in a pretty good hole. That's about right, though. The split starts and the hunting's really good. How many I know. Times we've seen you know, that, but you know? the uh, the high ground hunting has been um, has been really. I mean, like I'm talking like off the charts. You know, I mean, just, those guys up there are that you know that whole uh, camp whole, uh, Eagle Lake, all that area. Uh-huh. Man, I mean, it's it's been as good as I've ever seen it. I mean, it really, really has. I, I go up. Yeah, it really has. I've, I've, I've been hunting it on Tuesdays and Wednesdays a lot, and uh, let let the marsh rest a little bit. And, and man, I, it's just amazing. And it's it's on a, It's because it's a drought year. You know, they've got all that fresh water, and uh, it's just one of those. Man, they are still eating us up. Huh. That's about right. It's just one of those years, you know, they were able to get the, if if you're able to get water, you know, uh, it was hard to get water a whole lot for. uh, Yeah, some people couldn't get water this year. They tried to buy it and still couldn't get it. That's exactly right. They, and and that's what happens when the Highland Lakes up in, uh, in Austin, you know, that were uh, Lake Travis and Buchanan and all that when when they were, uh, when they're too, too low, they won't let water out. Right. Well, did we lose him? I think we did. Oh, he's still there? Okay. Well, I'm not hearing anything. Got awful quiet. Did you? Never mind. I'm sorry. We back? There, that's all right. It just got quiet. I couldn't hear any wind blowing or the dog huffing and puffing, and I said, uh-oh, I thought we lost It was me. I, somehow it muted on my phone. Oh, I could okay. hear you. <laughs> And I was okay. talking. But yeah, it was it's been uh for those who have water up there, they were able to put it in, you know, for till season and uh and growing all that duck food, man, I just tell you, it's 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 pretty incredible. And, and I like to see it because those those birds, uh, after they get hunted a whole bunch still and, and especially in December and January, they'll start trickling back and forth to us. It's about a that flight is about twenty five, twenty six miles, you know, and, and man, right. they come to us and and uh and then you'll get a hard north wind and it'll blow all those ducks to us and then we'll get a hard south wind and it'll blow our ducks to them and uh you know but it's but we've got we've got spots in both both areas where we hunt kind of take pressure off both and but i'm telling you man that that high ground hunting up there has been absolutely pretty cool pretty pretty cool well it's hard to beat the marsh you know we cut our teeth on it it is for you know for you know pressure and and everyday yeah. hunting the marsh can take it a lot of you know the way i saw it back when i hunted all the time we'd have to rest our spots you know try to yes right once or twice a week or really weekends were better because you had more movement because other, other fields were hunting around you and pushing birds to you no that's right that's exactly right you got to be a little bit Treated a little bit with a little bit more tenderness. Uh, yes. Those high ground spots, you really do. You really do. And uh, but the marsh, you know, you, it's like we'll, we'll talk about how we're gonna. You know, you lay your hunts out during the, the week. How you're gonna where you're gonna hunt. So you try to take pressure off everything. And then 
you got a starter coming in at 25, and it doesn't really matter because uh, in the marsh, I mean, there it doesn't matter. Which one, uh, you know, uh, you're not going to hurt them the next day. So, so that's uh, that's uh, kind of how it's been. It's, it's been a good first split. Uh, we the next one will open up the December the 9th and uh, and roll till January the 28th, I believe. And uh, there, you know, there's still that. What I saw, you know, we're on this full moon right now, and we got a lot of uh, migrants coming, still coming, because I saw a lo whole lot, a lot more snow geese down here in the last two or three days on this moon, and uh, a lot more. Uh, speaking of the devil, here they come off the bay. There's a little group roosting on the bay, uh, and and there's more um, sandhill cranes that showed up, and and uh, yes, that we, I was that we didn't see her. Up. I'm hearing a yeah. lot of cranes. In right now, a lot of yeah, they showed they showed up in the last three or four days. They're making moves, uh, sure are. And that's become a that's become a popular game uh, down here since we lost, you know, the a lot of our snow geese. Uh, yes, a lot of guys are are trying are shooting those cranes. And man, it's fun. I I, I used to do it a, ho a whole whole bunch uh, when I was hunting the Pierce Ranch up in Wharton, all that high ground stuff up there. Well, but, man, it's me, a, it's I'll a take pretty cool all deal. of them y'all don't want. Man, I love uh, <laughs> cooking crane. Cranes Man, cooking. it's so good. It, it's it amazing is, what it, it tastes like. Yeah, yes, sir. Amazing what it tastes like. I mean, it's not beef, but it's it's it tastes pretty a whole darn lot close. Like it's it, hard know? to believe, you know, a bird can taste like that. It's really good. It I is. like making fajitas out of them. Ooh, I'm telling you. Well, cool. I'm telling you. Well, I'll let y'all get to the cafe, man, and get some pancakes <laughs> while they're still hot, we make brother. The, yeah, we can make the ben, church now. <laughs> hey, it's always a pleasure, man. If somebody wants to uh, give you a call about hunting or fishing and coming down to your lodge, man, give them some info, buddy. All right, we're at uh, MatagordaSunriseLodge.com or text us or call 979-241-1705. Uh, we'll try to take care of you. All right, well, my hat's off, too. You got them women out of bed to go make a duck hunt in the north. Right? Pretty good. <laughs> Pretty good. I got good ladies. You do. You're a lucky man. All right, brother. Bink, always a pleasure. You have a good Sunday. Okay. Y'all have a All right, later, bud. All right, that's Captain Bink Grimes from the blind this morning. And unfortunately, we're out of time. But we'll be back next week, Thursday morning, bright and early at 4 a.m. right here at Sports Radio 610. K-I-L-T Houston. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.